Welcome to the Inside Texas Football YouTube channel powered by Inside Texas. I'm Joe Cook. I'm joined by Justin Wells. Justin, you're in East Texas, but I'm not too far from you right now. I'm in, well, you know what I mean. I'm in New Orleans. The Longhorns arrived today for the Sugar Bowl, uh, their matchup with the number two Washington Huskies. Got to go to Louis Armstrong International Airport and check out uh, that American flight landing on the tarmac. The Longhorns getting off the plane. And uh, Steve Sarkeesian and a couple players talking to the media. And, man, it, it's almost here. Monday will be here before we know it. But this is the, the beginning, the real start, I guess, of game week and all the festivities that go along with it. It is finally here. And, and I think you had it right the first time, except it was the tone was a little off. It should have been, I'm in New Orleans and you're not. And that's the way the world is working today. But that's how we do it at Inside Texas with my boy Joe Cook. Listen, we've had recruiting the last week and a half has been crazy. Early national signing period, transfer portal, stuff coming left and right, new guy popping in. Now we get to really get down to the nitty-gritty, the team stuff. And one of the reasons this 2024 cycle was so good is because Texas had a spectacular season so far, 12-1. and one, and now they get the Huskies. You're there on, on the scene. You're down there in the trenches. And I, I got to tell you, what was – I got to ask you, though, what was kind of the vibe around the coaches and, and the media? And, and, and you got to see Jordan Whittington and Jalen Ford, and we'll get into that in just a minute. But kind of what was the vibe, you know, finally arriving, it's finally here, because they're going to go about a month between games, brother. Yeah, I think the vibe was one of they were ready. They they were ready to get there. You know, they they walked off the plane. There was a, a second line band playing and Sugar Bowl representatives were uh, handing out beads like it was a Mardi Gras parade. Uh, so they were they were happy to be there. And then, you know, I know that has a certain connotation to it. But like when you have the chance to play for the national title uh, or to get earn a berth in the national championship game, you want to get that going. And Steve's. Sarkeesian even talked about that. He said he kind of felt like he didn't even his team didn't even really want to stop practicing. And he's like, "Look, guys, you got to go home for Christmas. You got to have a little bit of a break. Like, I, I, I got to give you some break." Uh, but that just means that it, it's kind of a similar theme to what it's been all season, and that this yeah. team likes to work. Uh, they like playing the game of football. You know, it, you've heard that tired cliche: you don't have to practice, you get to practice. Well, you don't have to make it to the Sugar Bowl, but you get to make it to the Sugar Bowl because of that hard work that you put in practice. And that's kind of the, the sense that I got from Sarkeesian. And he also, uh, you know, in addition to that, the team wanting to be here, he was asked straight up, do you think your team's focus is where it needs to be at right now? And he's like, yes, I do. Um, wrote about it on Inside Texas earlier today. Uh, but he, he basically said that this team's been focused all year. And uh, it's not like I have to press any, you know, major buttons or anything like that. This team just knows how to stay focused. They know how to stay loose. They know how to be confident. We've seen that in the past couple games. Uh, but it, basically, it just sounds like they were, they've been raring to go for this moment since before the season started. Now that they're finally here and in the final four, they, they can't wait to go and, and play in that opportunity that they've earned. And you mentioned that. You mentioned that. Beginning, it's kind of the same thing that they've had from the beginning of the season. It's 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 a similar vibe. And that's because the first two years under the Sark regime were coach-led. 
And in his third season, this is a player-led team. And you and I have talked before the difference. A coach-led team wins games. A player-led team wins titles. And so I like that they're continuing that vibe. The seniors and the leaders in that locker room know what's ahead of them. They know what to expect. And I love that they're actually getting a rematch, another title bout with Washington. Real quick, on Inside Texas, please be sure and like and subscribe to the Inside Texas YouTube channel powered by InsideTexas.com. You come here for all your Texas Longhorn football, basketball, baseball, etc. needs, recruiting, everything you can imagine. Our man, like I said earlier, Joe Cook is out on the scene. He is, he is in New Orleans. Jordan Whittington got to talk. Jalen Ford got to talk. I'm not expecting them to break any news. I'm not expecting any scoops. But those are your two probably most veteran mature guys in the program. What, what was kind of on their mind today? Yeah, it's, Jordan Whittington is just a is always interesting to to hear talk, and that's just because you know he's twenty three. He's been in college for what five years, and you know twenty three year olds don't know a lot. Sorry, Jordan, you don't. And sorry to any twenty three year old listener. Uh, I still but, don't. I know. Yeah, you and me both. But you know, at that age, when you're a fifth year player, you're a senior in the locker room. You've been through so many different seasons. You know how to handle these moments. And that's what Jordan was talking about. And he was asked specifically, it was a great question, are you able to enjoy this? Are you so, you know, are you able to maintain the laser focus while also being able to, you know, look up once in a while and see, I'm in New Orleans, I'm in the playoff. Yeah. And he gave a really good answer. He said, my enjoyment is in the focus. And that is just one of those things that you hear. You're like, this guy is obsessed with football um, and, and enamored with football. And that's a phrase Steve Sarkeesian likes to use all the time, be enamored with yourself. And he's enamored with the process of having to, you know, get in the training room early and, you know, be able to go through all this extra effort so you can play football games and have your pint of gelato. And Jordan Whittington is, has been able to pass that on to other players. And, and that's what I think is, is really important is that he is not, I don't want to say not satisfied because I know he's happy. He, he came back for a big 12 title, but he is at his best and at his, you know, most he's enjoying it the most when he's focused and practicing and going through the process and, you know, process gets thrown around a lot, but it, he really means it in that perspective. We'll keep going with the rest of uh, talking about uh, the Longhorns arriving, but we got to show our love to Andre the lawyer. They never take more than their clients. No win, no pay, and no upfront cost. Their principal office is in Dallas, Texas, and they've been representing injured Longhorns throughout Texas. Every client gets a personalized text message number so that they can contact the Andre the lawyer team and get direct access all day and night. Call Andre the Lawyer at 214-444-8808, whether you're in a car wreck, an 18-wheeler accident, slip and fall, on-the-job injury, or even wrongful death, 214-444-8808 for Andre the Lawyer, 214-444-8808. Justin, there was another player, and you and I both know Jalen Ford after – talking to him all these years uh, just in media settings, even a little bit as a crew that he's a, he's a very good, um, he's a great leader. And to me, it was interesting that I, I asked him, 
what's one thing you've seen uh, an area of Michael Penix's game, the Washington quarterback, that you've seen grow since last year? Because, you know, they've had a week, weeks of film study. They remember last season. Yeah. Did you mention anything about anything between the sidelines or on the field? He's seen, he, he said that he's seen Michael Penix grow as a leader. And I don't know about you, but when I think about that, Jalen Ford is the guy that everybody in that locker room probably looks to on defense. He's the vocal leader of the defense, and it comes with the territory of being a middle linebacker. Right. When he's the one who, after last year, when Penix had a, a decent game after a great season against the Longhorns, for him to notice even more leadership qualities, I think that what that says to me is that this is an opponent in, in Washington that the Longhorns are – fully respecting and you know of course after last season there'd be no reason for them not to respect them uh, and after the season they had going 13 and 0 beating a lot of great teams on the west coast there's no reason but I, I i feel like there's like this it's one of those heavyweight fights where you see at the weigh-in there's no trash talking they're just staring each other down got a smirk on their face give yeah. a, a firm touching of the gloves and and they're they're ready to rumble and i think uh, Ford's words about uh, Michael Penix kind of indicated that. Listen, Jalen Ford, I, I'm not surprised. If those were the two guys that that, that were greeting you guys for, for, for a little bit of availability, that's the two you pick. Jordan Whittington, I, I love that you, you'd mentioned his focus and enjoying the game. That's a great question, too. That's a Danny Davis question. I bet he asked that. That's a great question. You know, you know, does, how are you enjoying the game, soaking in the moment? Jalen Ford, I feel like the answer would probably be kind of similar. But it shows you he's looking even further. He's watching tape. And, and this is a group that is familiar. They, they saw a lot of this group last year. We, we saw – I call Washington the chunk uh, yardage monsters because these guys lead the nation in, in chunk yardage, 20-yard-plus 20 20 plays. And so – Jalen Ford's the guy you really want dialed in. You like that Whittington having a good vibe, focus, all that. You want your middle linebacker to really be zeroed in. If he's already paying attention to Michael Penix, I feel like that's a good sign. I feel like they've already been in the film room. We know they did install a couple days before they went on Christmas break. And so it, it just shows you Ford's doing his homework. And, you know, you'd mentioned it. He is one of the leaders in that locker room. He's also got one of the best moms on the entire team. Miss Yolanda is the salt of the earth, one of the most wonderful people you ever met, probably because she's from East Texas, Kilgore. But I digress. Jalen Ford, Jordan Winnington, big, big guys. You know, Sark mentioned just, you know, getting here, but but also, you know, being in the moment and, and, and in being enamored with, with, with things that they're there. We still have, what, five days. What kind of schedule are they looking at over the next few days? Were you able to get an idea of, of when they, they could potentially practice, when they're going to get to walk maybe on the Superdome field to, to kind of get a feel of what it's like? Can you kind of walk us through what the next few days might be like? Yeah, when you make it to these big events, it's pretty structured. Uh, tomorrow, I think they, they do split sides of the ball. So I think, I think offense will speak on Thursday. So that means Kyle Flood and – a couple offensive players, Quinn Ewers, Xavier Worthy, a uh, handful of others. Uh, they practice, I think there are three practices that they have. So I think two real ones and then a walkthrough. Uh, they may have another, but I think there are three that we are available to. Friday, uh, the defense, the other side of the ball goes. Uh, Pete Kwiatkowski, a few defensive players. Saturday is his big media day. So it's when 
uh, us localites go and cover, when the New Orleans paper covers it, when ESPN and Sports Illustrated send all their people, yeah. and every single pert player, and I think most of the assistant coaches are available. So some are cordoned off, and we were kind of joking around today what the mad dash for for Arch Manning is going to look like between local and national media now that he's making his his first appearance. But it's very structured. Um, I think they, they obviously have a team hotel. It's in New Orleans. There are kids who are 21. But I think this team knows that you can celebrate after. You can celebrate in Austin if you win that point. They're not going to not enjoy New Orleans as part of the reward for making it this far into the season. And there are a couple events like a parade and uh, some other, you know, official things that they have to go see. New Orleans things too. That's the cool thing about the big easy. There's always stuff to go do. Another reminder, Joe Cook is in New Orleans and I am not continue. So there's going to be a lot of different things for them to do. I'm sure guys like Derek Williams and Arch Manning and, and Baron Sorrell are super excited. And even Gavin Holmes can't forget him are really excited to, have their families there and, and be able to watch them play in their hometown or close to it. So there's structure, but there's free time. Um, and I think Steve Sarkeesian was asked about, you know, that, that focus question goes into that. And I think he, he's pretty pleased with how everything looks. Justin, anything else to, to go over from the arrival press conference? It's going to be, there's going to be a lot going on over these next couple of days and inside Texas, both, on InsideTexas.com and here on the Inside Texas YouTube channel. I do have a question for you. I do have a question. They, they, they use this term, first off the bus, and it's generally supposed to be your biggest, baddest dude comes off the bus first so you can so, somewhat intimidate the other team. It's an old, old, old trick. Who was the first one off the plane? Do you remember that? And, I, and not counting Sark, because I feel like Sark might have been the first. So who was the first player off the plane – and if it wasn't who you thought it would be, who would you have chosen? So I do remember the first four. So it was Steve Sarkeesian, Miss L'Oreal, Christian Jones, who had a big Texas Longhorn flag that he okay. was waving, Byron Murphy, Tavondre Sweat. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. Byron and Tavondre, they've got okay. And Christian Jones, I'm cool with that because you put those three jokers together, you're going to win a fight. You're going to win a war with those three guys. But I'm always curious who was the first off the plane. I saw Christian Jones with his flag, but I didn't know if he came off exactly. But as long as Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy were in that first group, man, Washington might be shaking, Joe. That's that, That's that. It's all up here. You got to get first that mental advantage, brother. Five days. I can't wait. Justin, thank you for joining me. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to this channel. Head to Inside Texas. We still got some great deals going on, so you can get all the coverage, all the inside information on Inside Texas between you, Justin, me, Eric Moline, Paul Wadlington, bringing it, Ian Boyd, everybody we've got involved over on Inside Texas. Come check us out. We'll keep it coming here on the Inside Texas Football YouTube channel. Justin, thank you for joining me on this beautiful Wednesday evening. We will see you next time on Inside Texas.